Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Boat Sex. The ingredients you will need is some ginger lemonade. If you can't find it in the stores, you can easily make some. Some ice, some tequila, and some lime juice. And this is really easy. You're just going to pack the cup with ice, sprinkle the lime juice on the ice, pour two shots of tequila, and then top it off with the ginger lemonade. And that is a Boat Sex. Hmm. I um, love gingered lemonade. Have you had it before? Mm-mm, I it's Where'd really you have good. That? You made it? Yeah. I just put some ginger in some lemonade and let it sit overnight. It was really uh-huh. good. You got to like muddle it a little bit, but I love ginger and I love lemonade. Mm, I do love lemonade. lemonade Gin- ginger, sometimes I like it. It depends. Welcome back to Cocktail Story Discussions, you guys. How are you? You guys, I am healthy and well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am a little pooped. Um, my family came to visit and they mm-hmm. just left earlier this week. Um, so I was really excited because I haven't seen my grandparents in a very, very long time. So I got to spend what, like, some. What's a very long time? Um, earlier last year. Oh, wow. It's been almost a year. Not quite a year, but almost a year. I guess um, it's been the same for me and my grandma. Yeah, so they got vaccinated and brought their asses down to Atlanta. I was very happy to see them. Um, my aunt and my little cousin came too. He was on spring break, kind of. So it was just nice to spend time um, with my family. Uh, and then I've been trying to work out and stuff lately. I hate it. Are you still using, um, do you still use Chi Chi's app? No, I don't. I use, no. I use, um, one of my friends, she has a workout program. It's called No Waste November. Her name is Amber Steele Mm -hmm. and she's a trainer too. So I've been following her program. Um, and I like it. It's pretty easy to do. I mean, if you're a workout person, I'm not. So it's a little bit difficult for me, but some of you girls who are constantly working out, try it. Um, you ever be working out in it. the gym and feel so like insecure because you feel like the people don't know that like you look like you don't know what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what I'm doing and I hate working out with other people. I hate when people try to make me go work out with them. I don't want to go with you. You work out too tough. Um, I don't want to hear any feedback from other strangers, like whether it's positive, you know, like sometimes when you're working out, people are like, Oh, keep going. You got this. Shut the fuck up. Don't I don't want to hear me. it. Yes. Just leave me alone. I just want to get this done. I don't want to hear anything because I know I'm fucking up or I, I just don't need it. It doesn't help me. It, it just does not work. Do you like people telling you stuff like that while you're working out? I, I don't. I don't. I feel like it's like when women are giving birth, you know, you got it, honey. Like she is in just utter it's pain. Painful. It's I'm just painful. doing what I got to do. And I actually don't got it. And I realize that. And I have a torn meniscus. Every now and again, I go and work out with Chi Chi and her husband. And I'd be feeling so embarrassed because they have kids and the kids mm-hmm. will work out. And the high school, the junior high daughter be mm-hmm. outworking me with the workouts. And I'd be like, this is ridiculous. But I like the challenge, but I am, I do be like, can y'all please stop? Like, yeah, I was wondering if I was the only person like that. I don't like it. And 
even like friends will be like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to push you too hard. I don't want you there, bitch. <laughs> what part of that don't you understand? I have to do it solo. Even one of my friends was like, oh my God, you know, you're more likely to work out if you work out with somebody. Maybe True. study, maybe study show, but my ass is going to quit. I'm not, I am not more likely to work out with other people. I don't like it because y'all get on my goddamn nerves. I need to go solo. Since I've been going solo, I've been very consistent. <laughs> and that's just what I got to do. I don't give a fuck what the average person does. That ain't me. Do your thing. Yeah. So know, whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went on Poor Minds last... Well, it was actually a long time ago that I recorded the episode. But it just came out last Friday. So y'all should check that out. And then after we finish recording, I'm going to do Fox Soul. We're talking about cheaters, I think. Uh, That's so when y'all a really hear this, <laughs> so when y'all hear this episode, you could just go to foxsoul.tv and the video should be up. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun. It's a talking day. Yeah, I sprayed my hair. I got some new foundation. I remember you talking about the Dior foundation and how much Do you, you love, love it, it. But there Did were so many. Well, I got the spray kind. It's like an airbrush one. And so the girl was like, oh, it's so great, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, hmm, I'll try it. I would like an airbrushed look. I do like it, but I did not consider the fact that this is an aerosol spray that I'm spraying. So, like, the whole frame of my face was brown. And I was like, hmm, I kind of like this color if it was highlights and not foundation. But, yeah, I do like it. Which one did you get? I have that little, it's like a little, like, cylinder bottle. I didn't realize there were so many because a lot of people went What's to go by. My called? sister was, um, it just says Dior on the bottle. Remember I told you when I went into Sephora, Dior reps were in there. So I don't know if it was like a special they were doing, but mm-hmm. it's just like a short little Dior. The color is 5W and um, mm-hmm. it has lasted me quite a long time. Yeah, I got this one. Dior Backstage Air Flash Foundation 3W and I like it so far. We're going to see. Cause who knows? Do you still have what to if it- like pat it or you just spray it and it's, that's it? Um, I still patted it a little bit. I was trying to figure out which way I like it. So on the thing, it says, you know, you could just spray it and let it sit. You could spray it onto a brush and then put it on your face. Um, but I don't think I'll ever just spray it. Cause there were like creases. Cause like when my eyes were closed and I'm spraying it, I was kind of like this. You know, so then you'll mm-hmm. have like all those creases that didn't get it. So you need a little something to blend. I'm gonna have to out. pat it if I get the spray because with these bags, they just gonna be like <laughs> sitting on the bag. No, you gotta pat. You gotta pat. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, this weekend I went on a boat. I went to mm-hmm. I went out of town with some friends and um, I had a really good time. I just always love when luxury is the only option. And oh my, have you ever been in a situation and you're like, dang, I wish this was my real life. Like, I wish this was my boat. I wish that all this. When everything is lavish. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't want to go back to my regular decalogue. It'd be hard to go back to real life. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I had a really. Yeah, I felt that way this weekend. It was hard to come back into the hustle and bustle of my normal, everyday, uh, average girl. (laughs) life <laughs> but it was li- it was nice to live somebody else's uh real life for a couple of days out of the weekend eat good food be catered Where was to the boat? and get a little fun in the sun um we where did we drive to we had to drive an hour away because we were in where orlando where it doesn't have water so i think we mm-hmm. went to coco 
Beach. Bitch, I was drunk. <laughs> drunk as But if you're on vacation, that's the perfect time to get drunk. Do your thing. But it was nice. Saw some dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really, a really great little uh, getaway weekend. And then um, came back. I had a nice little handful of voiceovers to record this week. So that's always a nice little side hustle that I do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's and a grown good. Up. Paying Staying bills, busy. rent is coming up. <laughs> I know it's almost time for your trip. I'm so jealous. I think I'm about to take a trip to Jamaica too. Not oh, for the paradise of, and vibe, but <laughs> we only have one more spot left. I am so proud of Tiffany, Ayana, myself. Like there, there's only one spot left, and I wasn't sure if they were going to sell out. And it was so funny because. Ayana hit me up and she was like, hey, like, who do you want a room with? Because, you know, I'm going by myself. Yeah. And um, she was like, a couple people hit us up and they said that they heard that heard you talk about it on the show and they want a room with you. I was like, oh, <laughs> are you going to do it? <laughs> I told her I'm open to it. I was like, you know, put me I'm going for the experience. Put me with whomever you'd like. I, I trust it. Our uh-huh. listeners are like our besties. So like I said, y'all, we only have one more spot available. If you can pay in full before May 1st, get your ticket and stuff. Join us. It's going to be so much fun. There are a bunch of activities planned. Welcome dinner is included. It's going to be a big adventure that you should indulge in. If you're looking for new mm-hmm. friends or you've been feeling down, come have fun in the sun. Mm-hmm. I need some more sun. As soon as we, well, not as soon as we get off here, but shortly after we get off here, I keep saying I'm about to take a trip and I don't know where I'm going, but I want to go somewhere warm, sunny, um, and just lay out on the beach and relax. That's nice. Collect some sun. Oh, well, I don't Um, know where I'm going yet. If y'all got some suggestions, DM them to me. If y'all have been anywhere, that's not too wild. I want like a relaxing delicious time i'm not trying to party and shit girl destin it's right down the street and it ain't nothing but old people old <laughs> rich people at that it's a relaxing uh-huh. trip you could get an airbnb right on the beach uh-huh. and you won't be bothered yeah i've never been there i think it's that, really yeah, nice never been mm, okay well thanks for that tip um oh Speaking i wanted to remind y'all what oh go ahead um, you know, the, that necklace that we wear sometimes, the Vesper necklace, it's also a vibrator. This one? Oh, you have yours on. Mine is charging. <laughs> um, but it's a vibrator and it has like different settings and stuff, but nobody would really know it. If you guys want one, we have a link in the description box. Just follow that link and then use our code cocktails. You can get something engraved on it for free if you use our code. So it makes for a great gift. Uh, for somebody else, for yourself, for whoever. It's Mother's Day. Maybe get your mama well, not a it's Vesper. Mother's Day, but it's climbing up. Get your baby mama one, you know, and when she's tired of you but still wants to feel good, she can just rub that thing on out, you know? Use our yeah. code. I even like wearing my little Vesper if I'm not going to be having sex. It's actually quite stylish. <laughs> you have a low V-neck yeah, on, just I let it too. hang. I wear it all the time. It's one of my favorite pieces of jewelry. And I think it's a good conversation starter. So for all of you girls who have been going to the bars alone and you're trying to figure out what to say to somebody, that necklace usually gets somebody's attention. Even if you just twirl it around, they might be like, what is that? They might know. And if they know, then you really own to something. And then you might even want to accidentally turn it on and rub up against somebody. And they're going to be like, oh, what's that? And be like, (laughs) (laughs) just a little jolt of pleasure. 
<laughs> when I was going through the uh, security, my I put my bag up on the the tray, and I was like, "Why is my bag vibrating?" I travel with a bag of vibrators when I'm going to see a certain person, kind of like how your mom had her little tote. But mine is in a big, large Ziploc bag, just so I can see everything really quick and, you know, just throw it right back in. I know it's not the cutest thing, but it's just quick. <laughs> I need to get you a bag. Got bag. <laughs> well, she doesn't travel with the bag. It sits in the closet. Girl, well. Just to be disguised as luggage. <laughs> two of my toys turned on and I was so embarrassed. You know when something is currently happening, you're just trying to act like it's not going on. The lady mm-hmm. behind me was like, ma'am, ma'am, something in your bag. I was like, it's like, it's like, she's like, no, something in your bag is on. I was like, I know I will turn it off when it gets through. I hope they don't search through my luggage. It's a vibrator. Let's all just relax. I, I didn't want to pull the whole bag out. It's my toothbrush. It's fine. Mind your business, bitch. You can step six feet back. <laughs> people be all up on my back in tsa and they get on my nerves i just i, I feel, find myself always being like and the tsa be so rude i'm like really? okay like relax you don't gotta be over here going off on people yeah sometimes i it's like there are still plenty of people who have never flown before like they talk to everybody like you've done this all day every day no you deal with this all day every day it's just calm down <laughs> anyway, um, did you have anything else you wanted to share before we move on? I think I'm good. Okay, so I guess we can move on. Do you want to do the game first or weird sex? Let's do game. Okay. You want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Y'all, we haven't played I'm okay. Curious to Know in a minute. Um, so we're going to do a quick little game of I'm Curious to Know. Kiera, how often do you shave your legs? I do not shave my legs because I get full body waxes. Oh. Um, so I guess I get a wax. I wax my legs maybe every three weeks. Yeah, not that long. I do it the same around the same time as I would do a Brazilian. So about every three weeks. And Uh I've been doing it for so long. It's so easy. I do my underarms, my legs, all that. And it just feels so good. It's painful. But it feels good. Okay, I'm curious to know, could you stay with your husband if you found out three days after the wedding he had a baby on the way, but y'all met on your wedding day? I would be so This happened on Married at First Sight. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. Could you imagine? Does he have a great job? Yeah. Like, what is the benefit? He's paid. I don't think that this particular person that I'm referencing from Married at First Sight, not a good person, I would tell you to leave. But, you know, in your own situation, could you ever see something that would make you say, you know what, I want to stick this out? If it was this situation where it's like I already did some dumb shit, like met him in a day and then married him, I'm already trapped into some dumb shit. I am going to I'm going to continue with the marriage. That would never happen, though. Like, I would never meet someone. I never say never, but I would never meet someone, and then the next day we're getting married, unless I was drugged. Are you kidding me? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. I'm curious to know, uh, do you care if, when you're eating man booty, if he has a lot of hair in his booty hole? Well, if it's a lot of hair, I'm not going to do it. It's going to remind me of mold. Um... So, no, but what? you can, like, it just, like, mold. Like, you know, when you forget to throw something away in the refrigerator or those old strawberries that you didn't throw out before you went on a long vacation? Like, 
Ugh, it's just gonna ugh, little tuft of bacteria, mold, fungus. Fuck no. Um, but you can have some hair back there. Like I don't expect you to get it waxed. That is preferred. But y'all aren't doing much grooming down there for real, for real. So yeah. Okay, I'm curious to know. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how important is physical attraction? Tim being, you know, very important. Yeah, it is very, I need to be physically attracted to you in some way. And I will say a lot of the men that I have dealt with or do deal with, the average girl isn't going to, a lot of women don't think that they are, they're not physically attracted to them. Like I don't need everyone to be, but I am. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I have to, I need to be attracted to something like maybe your ankles are very athletic and I do like, like ankles turn me on or you you have really nice hands. You might not have the cutest face, but you have just gorgeous hands. Uh, you, you're built You nice. would be okay with gorgeous hands oh, with a funny looking face? Yeah, I mean, if we're not Is he just going to be like this the whole time when he's talking to you? <laughs> I'm just saying I don't necessarily always like the most attractive men, but something about them is attractive to me. Something on their body. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, but a fine nigga is a fine nigga, but that nigga gonna have you crying. Okay. How often do you wash your hair? Mm, I would say every five to seven days. Oh, you're good. You're good. I, have I to need wash to get it a lot. My scalp, I have a uh, dermat- seborrheic dermatitis. And so it's kind of like dandruff. It gets really flaky. Like I need to wash it tonight. And then it's also, it's flaky as fuck. Like as if my scalp was dry, but it's oily. So then my hair starts getting greasy. It's just, it's bad. My hair is bad. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to wash it every week. I cannot, like how some people are like, oh, I wash it every two weeks. I wish I cannot go that long. I stretch it out as long as possible. And it's What's the longest you went? I just don't like washing my hair. And then also oh. like with the micro links, sometimes it's hard for me to get it as straight as the stylist can get it. Mm-hmm. So. You got to be careful. Yeah. Be Choose walking to, around. <laughs> Choose to watch. <laughs> um, I think that was it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. My ponytail is too tight and my head hurts. But listen, you guys, every Monday we are giving you new bonus content. Turn up. It's Monday. Take a listen. I was so scared, Sade. And I I just need you to know that, like, I love you. Um, when we did start following each other again on Instagram and stuff, like, I was so happy to see your life. Happy and sad because I really can't believe that I'm not in your life. I really can't believe I don't know your kids. I really can't. I, don't, don't, don't do that. Come on. I'm not trying to, but I just really, I never... When I met you, and like I keep saying, <laughs> my lashes will come off. I've never had a friendship like how we had. It was like I don't want this to be a situation where we're we're just putting like my feelings on display for an episode. I was like because Medina was my person at one point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how to describe it, but we were very it, much. So it was like con- it was like a soulmate in friends. <laughs> like you don't just have a soulmate in your love life. You have a soulmate with certain just people in your life. You were my soulmate. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. 
Yeah. Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's move on to weird sex and then we will get into today's topic. So today's story, a lot of y'all sent it to me. I saw it on a couple of like the really popular Instagram blogs, but I'm going to share it anyway because I thought the shit was crazy. I saw it before they were posting it. I didn't see it. Remember we were talking about threesomes last episode. It's a threesome story gone wrong. Deadly, in fact. So. There was a couple, a pastor and his wife, and they met this man. Um, don't remember his name, but it doesn't really matter. Um, they met this man and they had had sex with him. And it was like an ongoing thing. They were having a threesome. Now, the details of that threesome, don't know. But they were all involved. Well, one night, the pastor, um, he got killed while he was sleeping in the bed with his wife, allegedly. Um, after further investigation, they find out that the wife and the other man that they were fucking around with conspired to kill the husband. So she told him, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I want you to come over to our house. I'm going to leave the back door unlocked. You come in through the back door and you kill him. So he comes in, he shoots the man in the bed. And so like, and then he left and ran away. So she says that she woke up. Somebody must have broken their house, all of his stuff. Anyway, long story short, their asses are both locked up pending trial and RIP to pastor Holmes. Lord have mercy was. on pastor mm -hmm. Crawford. Trying to get a little freaky freaky, but he ended up I just Dead. never understand why when the these things happen like this, why do you, two of the people in want to kill somebody? You're going to get caught. Just divorce that nigga. Or run away. Or run away. Why do you have to kill him? Exactly. I did not understand that. But, you know, hopefully more details of the trial come out later. I just want to know, like, what was your reason? Were you sick of him? Did he do something to you? What was up? Because and probably, it was probably man, for money. And they had probably just, he had probably just like upped his life insurance policy or something, which is always stupid. When I watch those murder shows, I'd be like, bro, you don't think they're going to look at that? You need to give it some time. They're yeah. good enough. And some time you gotta plan, years. You got to be it in the long haul. You know, yeah. you can't be, I'm going to up the life insurance. Oh, it was cleared. All right. Three days later, pop, 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 you're gone. <laughs> and I'm about to cash out. Like what? I need a criminal class. There was a case that happened that my friend worked on in Houston. It was a threesome mm -hmm. situation. This guy had met these two girls at the club, brought them back home. He was fucking them actively. One of the girls gets up to wash her hands, but this nigga was ready. She didn't realize that he was paying attention. He had a camera in his house. He noticed that she went to the front door. He wasn't sure what she did. What she did was unlock it. Open the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she unlocked the door and then she came back. And he's like, what took you so long? She's like, oh, I was just washing my hands. But he already knew what she did. He already grabbed his gun while he's still fucking the girl. Some nigga walked in, was trying to rob him, was going to shoot him. He shot through the wall and killed the dude that walked through. I would have killed the bitches too. What the fuck are you doing? Well, then you don't want to go to jail now, Medina. So you got it. He did the right thing. <laughs> well, the <laughs> officer did say that he wouldn't have gone to jail because they were robbing him. They ran and whatever. The girls ended up getting caught rightfully. So Good. and the man who almost was going to get robbed for who knows what, because this was a ratchet situation. 
he was a real one. He was like, who the fuck y'all? He still got some pussy and he got a body under his belt now. All just right. So, um, <laughs> speaking of maybe they should have got they shouldn't just left. Um, we're talking today about signs that you need to leave a relationship. It is so important to like leave situations when they're no longer serving you. And I had a friend who was, um, asking me for some advice. And so I can't remember the situation exactly, but it made me think this would be a good thing to talk about. So whether it's like your boyfriend, your husband, or just somebody you fucking, because those situations have to come to an end too. They don't always last forever. Yeah. Sometimes you realize early on that someone is wasting your time. Sometimes you don't, but sometimes you Mm -hmm. do. And uh, Or sometimes, you you know, people change and it's just like, okay, I'm not going to be waiting around for you to change back. That's not how this works. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I was trying to think of a time when that has happened to me. It's happened so many times. Now, usually, um, I don't leave, but I've grown <laughs> from that place <laughs> that I was in. And so now I will leave. I don't know. I think a lot of my decisions, my bad decisions, come out of boredom. Um, I was talking Boredom to- or loneliness? No boredom because even when I'm bored, I'm not always lonely. Um, mm-hmm. I still make bad decisions. It's like I need some excitement. So hmm. when um, when has that happened with you, or what's the situation where that's happened with you, where you realize this person is no longer doing or being? I'm, who I need I'm them glad to be? that we're talking about this because this recently happened, and it was a casual thing. It wasn't something. It wasn't a. <clears throat> I've had long term situations, but recently couple of months ago, and I talked about this guy on the show. I, t- about, I spent Valentine's Day with him, and it was a great Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. I had to leave. I had to just Why? cut it off. Kiki, <clears throat> have you ever had somebody present themselves one way, and they keep it up for a pretty a, a good amount of time to where you think it's them? And then they something happens, and then the truth starts to unfold. You start yes. you start talking to somebody all the time. That first all the week, time. it's like bliss. That's and if a holiday just happens to Sometimes fall in there, they last a couple of months. Yeah, it lasts a couple of months. But when it starts to unravel, it starts to unravel. And what happened with this particular man was he was <laughs> he would do things and try to. What is the word when you're trying to ask someone a question indirectly? So you try to make like examples, but really you want to talk about you and I situation, but you, what, there's a word for They're that. They're making hypothetical situations. That hypothetical really situations, but would be real. Life. He, he did a lot of that. When I met this guy, he presented like a lavish type of lifestyle. He didn't seem like the, and it's, I just want to be very clear because it's not going to turn into, and I need a nigga to do this and I need a nigga to do that because it, that's not the problem here. I think if you present something and that's not true, that's not fair to do that to someone. And then, um, you know, when they're used to that and you switch it up, it's just like, it's just weird to do that. It's phony and it's corny. I don't like it. He kind of presented this the way that he dates and it was a lie. He invited me to go to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And I had talked about this. He's like, you know, whoever it was not Miami it was Jamaica and Miami all these trips coming up back to back to back I am I have no problem saying I'm not rich there's no way you expect me to go to Miami one week and then the next week I'm going to Jamaica and I will let you know that and Mm -hmm. so 
He is like, well, I talked to my friends about uh, what should happen if I'm inviting a young lady on a trip with me and it's for my birthday. And I asked, I, I asked them, like, you know, how would they deal with the situation with the, should the girl, and I'm talking, I'm listening to him on the phone, like, he's like, should the girl pay for herself to come since it's my birthday? I mean, cause it ain't a problem, because it ain't a problem, you know, it ain't, if it's not a problem, it must why are be you a asking? Problem. It must be a problem. So as soon as he brought the situation, I was like, okay, I was like, so did you bring that up to your friends because you are wanting me to like pay for my flight? And it was a, it was immediately a turnoff. He was like, well, I'm just saying, you know, it's my birthday. I said, yeah, but did you tell them the whole story? I don't know you. I just met you a couple of weeks ago and you sprung a, a, a couple of trips on me. You want me to go. I don't want to go because I'm not your girlfriend. I don't even want to spend your birthday with you. That's a lot of pressure. You got your whole friends coming, your family. I don't want to go on the trip. So why would you? It was just a really weird thing that I felt like he should have said up front. Because that's not what he said up front. He was like, I want you to go. It's on me. And you also said, I want to fuck who's ever coming. It was just childish behavior that I was like, you know what? I'm How not going to have. Girl, 37. Grow up. Grow up. You're talking about who's paying for what on your birthday and what all you want a woman to do financially. But the first date we went to two different places and you're buying sections or maybe you weren't, maybe you had a connection. Like, I don't know, but I think you got to be really careful with how you're presenting yourself because I just didn't think he's like, you want to come. And I'm like, Oh, absolutely. You never told me what the stipulations were. And I would have respected that way more than you pulling your friends aside. Then he posted a poll on Instagram. It was just childish to Kiki, I was just looking like, and it was like my life, my whole life with him flashed ahead of me. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to come time for vacation. And then we're going to be like splitting fees. He's going to be like, do we really need to take vacation, baby? Well, do we? And I was like, I can't do this. I'm not going to be, and this was going on for like a week. The stint was like a week. I was like, I am not going to keep debating travel plans with you. It's not that serious. I don't know you. I've barely known you a month. It's, he was like, well, and then he started bringing up how men have to pay for all the dates. I'm not debating oh, well. stuff like that. Date another and, man and then y'all can trade off. How about that? Right. Because here's the thing. It's like you, there's a dating pool for everybody. Am I the woman that's like, oh, you know, broke niggas don't deserve pussy. And if you're not paying for my life, I can't fuck with you. No, but I am a fair person. Like you're not what I'm used to. That's what I like. And I'll let you know. And if you can't do it, then also let me know. Don't present something that's not real. And to me, that was corny and corny will get you cut off real quick. And why were you having this discussion amongst your friends? Like you can't make a decision for yourself. Do y'all split bills and things too? Like what difference does it make? I feel like he had a birthday coming up. He doesn't have a girlfriend. He doesn't have anyone he's seriously dating probably because he can't get very far because he pulls stunts like this. So he was trying to pull the okie doke on you and see what you would go for. Sir, you either got a girl to bring or you don't. You shouldn't have hyped the situation up. Maybe you should have skipped the Miami trip and let's just go to Jamaica uh, for your birthday. Why are you doing the most? But then on top of that, you want to talk about, you know, what the woman needs to do and what she needs to provide to go on the trip. But then you also want to basically demand that whoever you take fucks you. What world is this? I'm he just not that is a, you're Sims, bold, girl. my friend. You are bold. Whoever I bring, she need to be busting it open. Well, you need to be cutting a check. 
And why are you, so then why be upset if you have these demands for what she's supposed to do, then what are you offering her? I'm going to pay my way to get some possibly mediocre dick. It was going to be mediocre. A okay time in a tropical destination. I can go to Miami. I can also watch a movie at home in my bed. Yeah, like we, I I was like, you want me to go. I don't want to go. I just, that's that's one of those things where it's like, I'm not debating stuff like that. I don't want to talk about it. It's okay. Go find, he's like, well, the girls on Instagram in the poll were like, that's fucked up. It's your birthday. Well, Well, take take one one of them. them. Take one. I'm not going to be mad and I'm not going to miss you, bro. Um, The fuck? That's annoying. Um, yeah. So I think if I met someone, which has happened, um, meet somebody you're dating, everything is good for a while, and then you switch up on me, that's going to be a problem. And I'm going to be done with it because you're not the person that I thought you were. But sometimes it's not about changing. I mean, it's not like I feel like that situation he was probably putting up a front. But, you know, sometimes depending on what phase of life you catch somebody in or how long you've known them, things just change, not because they were faking it, but they've really just changed. Like mm-hmm. whether it's me or them. Like I have had situations with fuck buddies even. I'll just take it to the most simple of a relationship, just a fuck buddy, right? But then after a while, sometimes it's just like you irritate me. I don't like the way you <laughs> fuck me anymore. Um, It's become very routine and boring. Um, I'm just not into it. And just because I'm used to you, just because we've been doing this for a while, doesn't mean that I have to keep doing it. So every time I see you, maybe we really are just going out for drinks and that's it. Another thing I've noticed that has happened a lot for me, and this is what my friend was asking me about. Okay, so you know like you're dating somebody. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, you guys decide to go your separate ways. Doesn't have to be anything crazy, but you just, you know, you move on. Mm -hmm. Well... After some time goes by, one of you starts thinking about the other, so you hit that person up, right? And then Mm. it's like, "Mm, okay, well, it wasn't like some horrible situation. I can entertain this person. Maybe we are, maybe enough time has passed where we can just be friends. The issue comes when one party is not all the way honest about what it is that they're trying to come back as. Because I think a lot of times people try to pretend like they want to come back as friends or they, and they really don't, or they think they can pick up where they left off. No. You like everything is just going to move forward like it was the same. Like, and they're like, oh, well, and I'm about to come over. Like, it's been two up. years. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, like, in that I'm kind of situation, person. how do you how do you set some boundaries with them? Because I left <clears> you for a reason. Maybe I got over it. Maybe we have both grown, so that's no longer an issue. But that doesn't mean I'm about to be sucking your dick tonight. You said you wanted a drink, nigga. We having drinks. Yeah, and that also doesn't give you, like, first, like, dibs on my pussy. You don't get season passes to my pussy, okay? (laughs) At all. You don't get a season pass. You don't get a rewards program just because you've been here long. Yes, just because you bought five drinks tonight does not mean that you get pussy for the sixth drink, okay? And I will say... It is sometimes very hard to set those boundaries because I can say with the, the, I don't let a lot of people come back, but six, eight bay taught me lessons. You better set those hard boundaries, especially if your feelings are going to get hurt. So mm-hmm. with him, I kept trying to be like, I could do this. We're going to be friends and I can just go have the drinks. Nope, nope, nope. The way that I do it is in a very dramatic way. 
I am going to send you all of the Whitney Houston songs that are dramatically singing about love. I'm sending you clips of Mariah Carey. So I'll just send you like the title link. I do it. I embarrass myself so that this will just be done. And, you know, (laughs) that's probably not the most (laughs) healthy way to do things. But we are honest here on Cocktails Dairy Discussions. I end up Uh embarrassing myself so that he actually builds the wall and sets the boundary and it's just a wrap. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, but a lot of times, like, if if it ended and whether it was a bad note or not, if I had feelings for you and I still cared about you when it ended, I'm probably not going to be able to be your friend unless I you annoy me. Like, you have to do something that really just kind of grinds my gears and then I'll be okay. Because, like, there was a guy who reentered my life. I guess last year and I still have feelings for him. I can't do it. We cannot be just friends. And he can't do it. Did you tell him that? Or you just fell off? No, I had to ghost him because, because he's too smooth. He is too damn smooth. He was going to talk me back into it. And so I just had to, I can't like, if I see him, I can speak, but like, we can't really hang out because you said we were hanging out as friends. I was trying it. We're both all in each other's face, all over each other. I can't do this because you're going to get me wrapped up in your bullshit. And I'm not doing that. Have you ever had someone have to set the boundary with you and they either like, Hey, look, no, like I'm not, I don't want this with you. Not sex, not nothing. Like if you want to be a friend. Somebody from my past. Yeah. When they came back, no. Or someone that you tried to go back to and they were like, hey, look. Or y'all are just dealing with each other and they're like, this is not going to work. No, they don't ever say it. But I'm not really (laughs) an aggressive person. So, like, even if I felt that, they might not see any actions or they're going to be a lot of times they're going to be clueless about what I really feel. So I think if I tried it, there have been some men that would absolutely be like, hold on now. But I'm not very forward. I'm not very aggressive. I'd be afraid to get my feelings hurt and get embarrassed. So I just, mm-mm. I'd rather not do it at all because I'm scared of that. That would hurt my feelings. But I feel like they wouldn't be honest because they were liars anyway. They would entertain the shit and get what they wanted out of me and then go on about their day. So who really felt like that? Shit, probably a lot of them, but they won't say it. I had a hood nigga that I was fucking with that I met during quarantine do that to me. And I was really, I, I couldn't believe that he was... I, I, he was a hood nigga. I liked hanging out with him and doing some of the hood shit that wouldn't get us killed. But I liked his company. He was like, he was mm-hmm. so much fun. I was like, oh my gosh, I could really see myself dating him. And one day we went out to eat. He was like, like, you know, we not dating, right? And I was like, <laughs> what I was like, say that? I think it was because every time I would see him, I would kiss him. Or when we were parting, I would kiss him. I think he was like, oh, like, shorty's getting real serious. He was like, no, like, I'd be fucking Uh, strippers and stuff and having threesomes all the time. And he never included me in that part of his life. (laughs) (laughs) We were at the Juicy Crab. And we were cracking them crab legs open. And he was like, yeah, like, he was like, I will be that nigga to, like, we can fuck all day. We can do this fun stuff. And I don't mind. He didn't mind kissing, but he was like, I want to make sure you know, like, I'm not about to be nobody's boyfriend, and I do be fucking hoes. And that it, is I, funny. <laughs> it was, I was sitting there, like, with my bib on, my juicy crab bib. I was like, are you joking? Are you serious? He was like, no, I'm serious, Medina. I was like, you know, you want people to be honest with you. And then when people really uh-huh. are, you're like, oh, okay, like, I thought maybe, and I knew it. I thought maybe I could change him. Uh-huh. 
But I'm glad he did it because uh-uh. when he did start, one day we were out to eat, and he tried to holler at the waitress, and I said, "Oh, absolutely! Now, what's you're not gonna? Now, I know we're not dating, like, but you're now not calm down, bitch. Calm the fuck down, like, now, and bitch. You better not give him your phone number." <laughs> Something that has happened is I had a friend who thought that I liked him. I thought he was going through something, so I was trying to be extra nice to him. He thought that all of a sudden I liked him. So he started acting weird, but I'm thinking like his depression is really taking over. So I'm trying to be like nice to him. I'm trying to say nice things, be positive, encouraging to him. And he thought my ass liked him. So then he had a dramatic conversation with me. Like, I know that you like me and like, it can't be that like you're my friend and I can just tell you're starting to like me. And I was like, hold on, nigga. I was trying to help you as a friend. I am your friend. Like you're saying all of this depressing ass shit. I was trying to help you. Now I'll never give you a compliment again in your life because you're gonna try and flip it and think that i'm in love like calm down (laughs) i wish i give you a compliment like hold on wait a minute uh no no now somebody i was still dating all of a sudden they have been like um so you know like this will never progress and then it's just like well hold on Yesterday, you were giving me rules and stipulations, but that wasn't somebody that came back. We were still dealing with each other. Like, what the fuck? That's um, even worse. It me. You didn't give me no intermission. It was just like <laughs> everything was good yesterday. And then today, it's like, so you know, like, this is kind of it. And like, I don't want you to think. You don't want me to think. This is what you said 12 hours ago. Like, at least women, when we cut things off, I feel like we at least, we do everything with the process. It's a gift and a curse. Niggas just do it. Like I said, we're at dinner, my nigga. Yeah, it's yeah, the juicy it's crab. Like, I'm and- not finished my crab legs. Yeah. Like, I'm I Like, I want some more tea. <sighs> They're horrible people sometimes. They really are. Oh, men can definitely be uh, uh, horrible people, but... I mean, I will say just rip the Band-Aid off. I, there's a nigga on my line right now whom I really don't like, Kiki. And I got drunk. And I really do regret it. I, You know what? It wasn't even real sex. It was like the dick went in a little bit. And I like it was almost like the dick p- pushed some sober back into me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I, <laughs> Did in you my say head. Did you to I, yourself like that? I was to my mind was talking to me like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, absolutely not. This nigga all in love. He didn't even really get all like he called me today. Like, oh, I was about to break up with you. And I was like, it's not you know, it's not funny when you really don't like somebody. It's just not know how niggas feel when bitches be. You're like, I really like I should have said, hey, like, it's not I was drunk, but I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And so I didn't. But. I probably should have because he's like, yeah, like, we got to have a night like that again. And I'm like, I don't want to. We cannot do this. We cannot. You know what else I do when I get drunk? Sometimes, depending on what mood I was in before, I guess, um, because it could go one or two ways. But if I'm in, like, a good loving mood, I cannot tell you. How many times, and I'm sure I've texted you when I was drunk and I'll text you about some man that I like who's not giving me attention or something. I'll be like, oh, I like them so much and I just don't understand. But I'm like, in the morning, I'm like, but you don't even like him like that. Are you mad because he didn't answer the phone when you call him? And now you done told everybody. So now everybody's going to be like, well, Kiki, what happened to the man? I don't want to talk about it. I was fucked up. I was in my field. I don't know why I do that when I get drunk. Now that is a combination of boredom and loneliness. 
loneliness. Like, I don't want to be laid up here drunk. Now I've created this whole situation and I'm blowing up phones. Like, I sent um a text message the other night. Um, When was this? I think I was, I don't know where I was. I think it might have been at my aunt's house, but I drank way too much wine. And I text this man. I don't remember what it said, but when I saw him in my recent text, I was like, it has been so long since I have drunk text a person. I thought I had grown out of that. I'm going to have to bring this up in therapy. I just deleted the whole text Did he text call thread. you? No. I deleted it's the worse text. when they call you for a couple Ooh, of days. Like, that hey, has happened before. Yeah. But I blocked his number because I was like, I don't know if he blocked me, but I need to block him. Just so like, I can't have this conversation. I'm embarrassed. This is, the, this is probably the third time I've said something to him while I was drunk and got a little spicy but I just felt like if I read the message I'm going to be embarrassed I can't do that anymore see and that's Um, what I'm saying that was setting that was making him set the boundary you embarrass yourself to the point where you're like my damn self because what if he didn't (laughs) (laughs) I had to block him he probably blocked me too but I'll never know I had to make sure you can't reach me I should probably block him on Instagram too as much mm-hmm. as I fucking love Six Eight Bay, and I would give him chance after chance. After Halloween, motherfucking happened. I will if I see that nigga in real life, I will turn around and sprint to the other side of wherever we're at, just so he will not see me. That is how badly I fucking embarrass myself, swinging my braids, throw up in my braids, trying to make everyone have a threesome, telling him I can be who you want me to be. Oh Jesus, <laughs> set the boundaries, you guys. I've done that before. That whole I can be, and I don't even know why I said that because bitch, once I sober up, I'm so anti that. It's just like, <laughs> no, you gonna get what you gonna get. This is me, like. You gonna have to get me drunk again to get somebody who's about to be pretending to do some other stuff, but that's not real. That's a whole other person. I don't even know that girl. We're never in the same room together. I really do <laughs> wonder why God made women's emotions so like zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Why did? Why is there alcohol? I gotta stay away because that's oof. Um, but that uh, brings us to the next thing. The five signs that you maybe need to set some firm boundaries or just move the fuck around and away from that man or woman. So the first one, and these are like little things. Some of them are little things where somebody might just be irritating you. But all jokes aside, I think that they matter. The first one I have is their voice annoys you because you can be dealing with somebody for a while, right? But you ever notice like... Every little thing starts to irritate you about a person. You either need some space or you need to end it. Because if their voice that you have been hearing for years is starting to irritate you and hurt you right here, you need to get away from them. You definitely Whether it's do. temporary or permanent. And that, I feel like that type of stuff typically happens when you live with somebody and y'all are always mm-hmm. together and like... You, you like you really want to be with somebody else or they're not doing their end of the You're bargain over like it. yeah they're not keeping up with something they said they're going to because you it really does I've been there before you're just like the way they oh breathe. my god I can hear you breathing and it's mm-hmm. like my nigga like the nigga got to he got to breathe like he you want him to die quietly. yeah when you do start <laughs> laying in bed looking at him like thinking about what would I really be sad if I killed you and went to jail for it it's time to go. I, it's time to go. Yeah. It's actually time to go. That's a sign you need to go. If that nigga's mm-hmm. voice annoys you, you got to go. And if his voice annoys you and you just met him, it's a wrap. 
Well, yeah, and I say that all the time. You try, you say it's a wrap, but you told me, Kiki, you're really not gonna go on another <laughs> date because you didn't like that man's voice. That shit sounded like Pee Wee Herman. I couldn't no, believe I can't that. do it. I couldn't it did. I wish that. I could find him because he had a weird name too. Bless his heart. He was cute. Okay, though. I have on here. Um, they're not even trying to be romantic. Yeah. Because when you stop putting in the effort, what's the point? That one kind of has like a two part to it, though. It's like, okay, did you talk to them about it? You got to. I feel like some of them you do. People do deserve chances. Because what if he thought he was being romantic that night when he made dinner, even though it didn't taste good and you didn't feel like, you know, he set the table right or he didn't do it how you wanted to have you talk to him about it. But if he just that nigga or her, because men, we know we got a few of y'all listening too. If someone is just not trying to be romantic with you at all, and that is one of your, uh, that's high up on your list, I love romance, and you're not giving me no romance, oh, I'm cheating if we've been in a relationship, or if we just met, you probably won't hear from me anymore. I'll ghost you and talk about you in my Instagram story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, My next one is you find yourself avoiding his phone calls. When you do take the calls, you are very short in the conversation. You find any excuse to get off of the phone like, oh, my gosh, I think my kitchen's on fire. I got to go. Oh, my gosh. I got to lock the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to change <laughs> my socks. Let me call you back. Never. That sort of thing. Like, you just. Yeah. You it's open like you their text message and some, you don't even respond. You're just like. Or you wait a day or something. He's going to blow your phone up and then eventually you answer. And instead of just cutting the cord, you continue on for whatever reason. No girl or no sir. Let them go. Let them go. My next one is you have stopped having sex with him or her. Mm. Well, what if that happens before you've even been like a married person? Like married people, okay, y'all's rules might be a little different. But like if we stopped fucking and we we ain't even made it to the fiance status, it's time to go. I mean, really, um, I've got friends, so I'm good. Um, on that. I don't need you to just be my friend. I need you to fuck me too. Um, okay. You start to become secretive about every little thing. All you're doing is going to get gas. Where are you going? Errands. You don't want to say shit because you just, you just don't want to share. You're closed off to everything. And it's just like, don't ask me questions. Don't ask me where I'm going, who I'm going with, what I'm doing, all these things. Why are you asking me all these questions? It's really not your business. But you're not even doing nothing. You just don't want to share with them. It's yeah. time to cut it off. It's uh, uh, the next one. Him or her stopped giving you head. And they started off giving you head. And even mm. when you take your taste vitamins... And you tasting like a little pineapple tree, <laughs> a little gum drop. to take mine. Evian water. They still don't want to taste you. Let me tell you something, Kiki. I took taste what? on a boat this weekend. Oh, did you hand them out like Skittles to everyone? I was, I truly was handing them out. Though, you know, I like them old men. So some of the old men was like, no, but I finally got my nigga taking it. He's like, he realizes you take these vitamins. I will swallow. I will let you come in my mouth. I'll swallow it and I won't uh-huh. gag. Cause it is embarrassing to me. I, could you imagine if someone was eating your pussy and they started gagging? And they're like, oh, this is just, this don't taste good. 
Yeah, I would be so embarrassed. My so feelings embarrassed. would be hurt. I'd probably cry. I would be so embarrassed. So I can imagine how men be feeling because uh, to me, a lot of guys come, it just doesn't taste good. Like, and mm-hmm. since he started taking the pills, I can do it happily with a smile on my face and I don't have to be phony and be faking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually so growing young. our bond. Taste Vitamins <laughs> is out here saving relationships, y'all. <laughs> Taste Vitamins is getting you spots on yachts. Look, Taste and Taste Vitamins has actually expanded. They have toys now too, y'all. Mm. So make sure that y'all are paying attention to our Instagram because we've been posting about the sales and the different promos that they have. You can always use our code Cocktails Tim, but there's a link in the description box and on our Instagram bio. If you could use that link. Even when they're having a sale, just so that they know that we sent you, that would be great. But yeah, buy the toys, buy the vitamins. They have candles too that are really cute. They look like body parts. They're so cute. They're so cute. So buy them. It's taste, um, the link. Well, it's a long link. I don't want you to just go to the basic link. It's a long link. So click the link in the description box and you can use our code cocktails10. You'll get 10% off. If there's a sale, still follow the link and use that code. And but also, anyway, I, yeah, I just want to remind everybody, if you have started to take taste and you had a nice little tasty cocktail, make sure y'all send them to us. I want to hear the mm. stories, oh, <laughs> please. Yeah. I need to pack them in my bag. Girl, oh, I keep, I have a, I have, version. I keep one in my nightstand. I keep a bottle oh. of taste in my nightstand, a bottle of taste in one of my purses, and then a bottle of taste in uh, my suitcase. So I never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart that's really smart so get your, load up on the bottles because you know it's got a 30-day supply but if you're sharing it with somebody that's gonna cut into your month so keep them coming um okay next one besides the taste mm. um you argue all the time that's a telltale when it like maybe you don't realize it when you're in the midst of it but it's like you're arguing over every little thing. One of you is picking a fight. Maybe it's both of you, but you're picking fights about every little thing. Sometimes you just need some space because you've been around each other too much. A lot of times you need permanent space. A lot of the times it's, it's done. I remember I one I think it time, depends on how big they get, how big the arguments get. And, and how small the situation was. Like sometimes it could mm-hmm. just be like, I remember one time um, Carlos like, and it really wasn't even a problem. He just picked her up and moved her off the couch. I was like, don't abuse my dog. I was like, don't touch. And it turned into this whole argument that had no, no, it had nothing. I, what, Shaw was looking like, what's happening? Like, I'm, I'm actually good. Carlos was like, what? Or I would be like, ew, like your poop stinks. Everyone's does. So what yeah. are you doing? Like, it was time to move time, on. It is time to move on. Um, I think I put on here you're always negative. Anything even when you see your partner trying, you have something negative to say, they can't do anything right. It's time to move on because I also don't think you should put people through the turmoil of your wrath. You're upset, you want to leave and you not leaving. So you're going to mm-hmm. take it out on this nigga who does or her who does still love you. They're trying to keep the relationship and you actually don't want it and you just trying to make them leave instead of you just being a grown up and saying, "Hey, I'm actually done." <laughs> mhm. End it. Yeah. 
call it quits. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one is when this is goes back to avoiding the prior sin. When you find yourself coming up with the craziest of excuses not to be around them or not to come home if y'all live together, like, oh, I have to go walk my third cousin's dog that I haven't <laughs> seen in three years. Um, I'll be back in two weeks. Like, come on. Like, I just feel like people make all kinds of excuses. You start running errands, doing things, changing your own damn oil just to not go inside, just to not have to deal with that person. Oh, sitting in the car right outside of your house, just making a shit ton of phone calls, singing, just you just calling random people. What you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? And why are you still in the car? You got home an hour and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the car. Um, my last one is um, you're bored. Sometimes relationships lose their sizzle and you guys are just both simply bored with everything you do together. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how exciting it is. You can't even be in the moment of something very beautiful. Like you travel to a beautiful place because y'all just bored with one another and no one wants to call the shots and end it because you're comfortable also and scared. Yeah, that change can be something for some of us. It can be something. So, um, y'all sent us a cocktail about some kind of crazy situation that you went through when um, you knew that you needed to end it, but you didn't. Or when you knew that you needed to just disappear from a person's life and you didn't do it. Just so you know, something we talked about today. If you got a cocktail that's relevant to that, I would love to read it because I want to know what the people are going through. And I want to know if y'all have done crazy stuff too. Like, please Absolutely. Tell us. Also, if you're, go- if you're going through it right now, you don't know what to do, send us an advice letter. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like, you know, we can give you our take on it and try to help you. We are not yeah. professionals. But at all, we um, use your friends. We can try. Yeah. Um, okay. So with that being said, it is time for us to move on to indecisive Diane. And when we get back, we will talk about um, some. Well, we'll answer some advice, and then we'll tell you some cocktails. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And this week, I have a very special announcement. So listen, there's a yoga retreat. It's called Paradise and Vibe. I hear there's only one spot left. Make sure you go to paradiseandvibe.com. Maybe you'll be the lucky number last. Bye, ladies. Okay, and we are back from Indecisive Diane, and it is time for the advice. Remember, if you would like for us to answer one of your questions, you can ask us for advice by sending us an email to askcocktails at gmail.com, and maybe we will read it on the show. Okay, you want to go first? Okay, yes. I think this is from a man. I love when men write in advice letters because it just, I just, I just love it. Okay. Hello, ladies. Yep, it's a man. So I'm a 29-year-old male who's been dating this 35-year-old woman for a little over three months now. So I really like her. I've been pulling out all the bells and whistles, and it's moving, and and is moving on her time. 
Well, needless to say, I'm getting horny and I'm tired of fantasizing. I've brought this up to her and she expresses the same sexual frustration, but yet I can never get any real alone time with her. I've never been invited in after dates and she doesn't seem interested to come to me. Um, a 45 minute commute to each other. Normally I'd say, fuck it, but I really like this woman. Um, this wait. normally I'd say, fuck it, but I really like this woman she has literally met and hung out with my family on a regular, but not alone time. And no, and intimacy is starting to get to me. No intimacy is starting to get to me. So my question is, should I just say, fuck it and move on with my life or wait a little while longer? P.S. She is really old fashioned and likes to be courted. We spend at least three to four days a week together, but always out and about in the city. Can I say something? What? <laughs> okay. I think if y'all spending three to four days a week out of the week together, that's a lot of time. You're listening to cocktails, so you might be thinking that every woman has this inner hoe, wants to bust it wide open, wants to take you for your money, wants you to do something special so that you can get the pussy. Everyone is not like that. I know we live in a society like that now. I think you need to hold out. There are still people in the world that want to wait to have sex, and that is okay. It's okay. She's been in three to four days out of the week with you, my nigga. That's a lie. And y'all being active. Sometimes people don't want to have sex. This is like the dude that I was fucking with. And I said, I'm not trying to have sex right now. That's just not what I'm on. You don't know what she came through out of. You don't know what she's working on internally. It's been three months. And while some of us will fuck you on the first date, some, some women are not like that. Some people are not like that. Three months is not that long. Um, and you said that you have spent time with her family. I'm assuming by her family, you mean her kids? He, she spent time with his family. It says her family. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I has literally met and hung out with her family on a regular, but not a long time and intimacy is starting to get to me. So you've hung out with her family. I'm assuming maybe you've been around her kids at a park or someplace or whatever. She may not want you at home with her and her kids. Especially if you're expressing this sexual frustration, she may not feel comfortable having sex with another man while her kids are home. I don't know how old they are. And if it wasn't that, if it was just like some sisters, cousins or whatever, people who are her age, she still may have kids at home. She still may not. She may be celibate right now and doesn't want to have that conversation with you. Or maybe she's not sure about it. Maybe she just wants to wait. And inviting you over to her house is going to send the wrong impression you said that you're sexually frustrated and she may be too but that doesn't mean that she wants to do something about it so i think that you need to be patient but if you can't be patient then stop wasting her time because what i don't want you to start doing is starting to pressure her for sex she's not going to be cool with that Mm -hmm. and it's irritating when you're trying to be patient and try something new or you're just not there yet with this person I also think you should really think about your next move with this girl because you also don't, this, it sounds like you have a really great time with her. I would hate for the reason for you to end it is because you're not getting no pussy. I mean, granted, sex is great. How, how much pussy have you had in your life, bro? When you get it, dynamics will change and cherish the moment. Maybe she's trying to try something new. Let her, 
let her be in control of this. If you bring it up, I feel like you're going to like ruin because it is going to sound like you're pressuring her. Like, hey, like, what are you, you are, are you thinking about You've having sex? You've already talked to her about it. Yeah. If someone doesn't want to have sex, they ready. don't want to have sex. And to keep bringing it up, it's annoying and it's corny. And then she'll just end things with you. Okay, next one. This says, hey, queens, I recently visited a guy that I've turned down for years because he gave me arrogant womanizer vibes. Due to his persistence, I figured, why not just hang out? He's an attractive and successful fraternity guy pushing 40. Despite me telling him that I don't mess with THC, he gave me an edible, reassuring me that it wasn't strong. It kicked in hours later and I was zoned the fuck out. It was a weird feeling. I felt like I was aware, but I lost, but lost in my own mind. I started laughing hysterically at one point and I was aware that it wasn't normal, but I couldn't stop. Um, then I began to crash, like laying down at 7 p.m. and I was out like a light. We had sex in the interims of my high. Mind you, he had two gummies that day while I was there after me walking in and knowing he was high. But this motherfucker starts saying shit to me during sex about having a couple of his niggas come through and take turns in my holes. Ooh, when mother. I tell you he was describing this in vivid detail as we had sex, it was clear that he's either ran a train on someone before or it's an obsessive fantasy of his. At one point, he even said, nah, babe, IDK if I can let anyone else hit this. This shit feels too good. Then he pulls out his phone while we are doing doggy style and starts recording. I am out of it, <laughs> but I tell him to cut it off and he eventually does. After about 30 to 60 minutes later, I can't judge time when I'm high. He randomly says, you know, I don't mean what I was saying, right? I would never have anyone come over here without us clearly talking about it first. I call bullshit. The next morning, I go in the living room and look at the edible package and see 1,000 milligrams. 1,000. Now, I don't know much about weed or THC, but evidently that's a lot and shouldn't be given to a 120-pound beginner. So this brings me to my advice question. Did this motherfucker try to set me up for the okie doke? I think he was trying to play me. Why would he give me that much? And then talk that train shit. The more I think about it, the more upset and bothered I become. Has something similar to this ever happened to y'all? Thanks, a bitch in distress. Okay. I do want to know how old she is. Because here's the deal. As a as a person who has dabbled in drugs, I'm going to know what I'm taking. Now, I've had situations where I felt like somebody put something in my drink and I had no rec- I didn't know what the fuck happened. But like, if someone's like, "Hey, we're gonna eat some weed stuff," I am. I weed doesn't sit with me right. I don't. When I'll get paranoid, I'll be thinking my friends are trying to rob me. I don't like that feeling. So it's like, I I do need to know what, what how much weed is in here. I, so I don't. know. If you don't do drugs, why did you do? Well, them? I've never really asked in my experience, like how much. I'm gonna look at the I'm package. Still not gonna know. And I'm not. If even let's say I don't ask, and you give me a whole gummy. I'm not putting the whole gummy in my mouth. I mm-hmm. might bite an ear. I think I'm she probably just the whole didn't cookie. know. She probably just trusted this guy for whatever reason. You know how that goes. You trust whoever you're with, even when you maybe shouldn't. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I think I think you gotta um t- you gotta take responsibility for your body for your for this because you 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 need to ask questions. And if you don't do drugs, don't do drugs. And and try not to let, I mean, try to go back to dare days and not let people 
peer pressure you into doing it because you you sound like you really didn't want to do it. I don't know if he was trying to get you because I mean he didn't do it. So I think that he may or may not have been. We'll never know. Thank God nothing happened. I do find it strange um, that he would say that. I think that you shouldn't deal with him anymore and just cut it. Like this is a situation where something happened that's not sitting right with you. However long later this is that you sent us this email. Mm -hmm. If somebody would do that, he told you it wasn't a lot. He's already proven himself to be a liar. And then he took advantage of a situation where you didn't ask. So he knew that you didn't know whether you should have asked him or not. You know, he still knew. And so knowing that and realizing that, I don't think you should deal with him because you don't know what he's going to do in the future. He's already proven himself to be dishonest. So mm -hmm. let it let that situation go. Has something like that ever happened to y'all? No. Now, somebody has offered me an edible um, things of that nature, drinks and stuff. But, and I didn't ask. Um, it was somebody who I trusted. So that's iffy. And like you, it's like, okay, you tell me, I know more now, but like the first time I had an edible with this guy, I hadn't had an edible before. I don't think maybe I did, but it's like, if you tell me how much is in it, I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, like I'm not have to Google it. I don't know like what's a lot and what's not, you know, but my situation was different. It wasn't like he made me. I said I wanted to try it. Um, he he wasn't really pushy about it. So I get feeling uncomfortable. I just think, you know, should you find yourself in a similar situation, ask more questions ahead of time. Don't do it if you don't want to. He may or may not have been setting you up for the okie doke, but the reality is you'll never know. Like, it does kind of sound like maybe. But he could have just been talking shit. I say all kind of stuff. Like, I really like you when I'm having sex, and I don't be meaning that shit, so, you know. And it really could have just been like he was... I say crazy stuff, stuff when I'm having sex as well that I wouldn't really act on. Yeah, like, but it's more concerning to me, like, aside from him talking about he should have his niggas come through and all this other stuff. This whole line about how much of an edible he gave you, that shit's not cool. So That's I think you should cool. cut your and losses and good luck. I'm glad you wrote us this letter, but I do hope, like I said, I'm not sure how old you are, but you're, I'm hoping you're a grown woman. I hope that you do let him know how uncomfortable he made you feel. And that I hope you let him know your thoughts, whether you text him mm -hmm. and then block him, but he should know that. Hey, look, that's not that cool. wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was possibly going to get raped by you and your friends. He should know that. Because if you don't tell him and he thought it was cool, it's, I think you should tell him. Niggas need to know when you do some rapey shit. We did a whole episode about rapey shit in the beginning of mm -hmm. cocktails. And let that nigga know. And he's going to be embarrassed. And he's probably going to apologize. And let that nigga know. And let him go. All right. Now it is time to move on to the cocktails. If you guys have a cocktail that you would like to share with us, please email it to us at cocktails.atl at gmail.com. And maybe we will read it on the show. Okay, you want to go first or you want me to? You can go. Okay, so I'm reading a cocktail this week that someone sent in. Um, she was doing some bald-headed hoe shit. So, um, 
She says, hey, Keeks and Dean, before I give y'all the rundown, I must profess the love and admiration I have for the both of y'all. I ask the uni- I ask that the universe shifts in both of y'all's favor. The man that's perfect for y'all, an overflowing bank account, a Rolodex oh. full of prominent connections, and anything else that y'all deserve and or earn. Amen. 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 Now, to the ball-headed ho shit. This was before COVID-19. So she says, me and a friend went out on a Friday night to kick off the weekend and to see some male strippers. Not too long after we arrived, a very handsome man walks in the club and walked towards the section of the club we were standing. Being entertained by a couple of strippers, he introduces he introduces himself to us. Let's call him Keith. Um, and we start to oblige in flirtatious conversation. After a couple of drinks, I then ask him from the looks of it, I bet you have a pretty dick. What if I wanted to smell it? He was in his late 30s, tall, had a taper fade, well-toned body, nice lips, and a very nice smile. Smelled like money and caramel complected. We are now walking towards the bathroom and happened to get lucky with an empty stall. I ended up on my knees to inspect his dick. I said, as I expected, a clean and pretty ass dick. He then says, yep, you find out, so now what's up? Yes, I'm sure y'all know I put his dick in my mouth. I'm on my knees sucking dick like I'm trying to cipher gas. I glance up at him and my friend and they are having what looks like a tongue war, kissing. At this point, I'm ready to leave the club and really get it popping. Me and my friend get in the car and follow him to a specific spot that he happens to be well aware of. This particular... Oh, you know what? I think this is from a man. I forgot to say that. <laughs> really? That part. My bad. Yeah, I think the this is from a man. And I forgot... He sent it. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. These are all men. Oh. I just remembered that as a because I thought about it at the male strip club. It was in the subject line. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So me and my friend get in my car and follow him to a specific spot that he happens to be aware of as well. This particular business has a rooftop parking lot that happens to remain open after business hours and would make for the perfect spot to be a hoe. He parks his BMW X6 next to my Nissan Altima and gets in my back seat with a condom in his hand. Um, he straps up and I mount on his lap and begin to ease on his dick. I start to ride him and demand him to hold my waist and lean towards his ear and tell him, make me feel it. He positions himself to get a good grip of me and proceeds to tear my ass up. It started to sound like something was clapping their hands in the in my back seat. I then hear my friend tell him, I want to eat your ass while you fuck my friend. He says, all right. I told him I wanted doggy, my favorite position. I'm now on all four in my backseat with my ass in the air. Keith is now standing behind me asking me, you ready? At the same time as he's gliding his dick in and out of me. While he's fucking me, I see my friend spreading Keith's booty cheeks apart, having a full on feast. About seven to ten minutes later, I could feel Keith's dick pushing as pulsating as the nut was gushing into the condom. I grabbed the bag of baby wipes. And the bottle of mouthwash I have in my car and pass it around to Keith and my friend. Keith went about his way and me and my friend went to Whataburger to get two number 13s with white gravy and a strawberry soda and took our ratchet asses home. P.S. <laughs> I still haven't come across anyone that wears the cologne he was wearing that night. Y'all had a, a wild good time. Y'all was eating Whataburger. Fucking in the back of all that's a lot of people to be fucking in the back of Altima. Yeah, but I get it. You gotta make three? do. It was three people, yeah. I have a threesome. My nigga is coming to Atlanta this weekend, and I feel like I can finally mm-hmm. make it happen because he's coming to my city. 
Good luck to you. May the odds be in your favor. Thank you, Kiki. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> um, okay. Next cocktail. Okay. Hey, y'all. So happy to be able to send you guys a cocktail. I've been listening for a couple of months now, and I love the show. You can call me Lana. I'm a graduate student from New York. I had to write in and tell y'all about me and my coworker. Whew. Last year, April, I got a new job. And of course, being the bad bitch that I am, I draw attention <laughs> from everyone. I well, that's right. <laughs> girls, I caught the attention of my other coworker. Let's call him Jason. When I tell y'all, he applied pressure on my body to fuck with him. But I had a boyfriend and wasn't going to cheat. But he had a girlfriend and that's not my business. Jason's a Sagittarius, a DJ, and Jamaican. And I know from experience, a man like that is no good. But he reigned at 6'2", dark, muscular built, authoritative, and my pussy was watering. Now, to the good part. Two days after I broke up with my boyfriend, I hauled my wet pussy to Jason's house. (laughs) I love the way y'all talk. I used to pass his house on my way home from class, but this day, he had no idea I planned to let him fuck me. He opened the door and I was ready. But I had to play it cool. We sat on the couch and he made us a drink. I'm a tequila girl. He had Henny. Not even five minutes into Netflix, he's licking on my neck and rubbing my pussy through the leggings. I had to play it off real quick. Jason, stop. You know I got a man. (laughs) Well, he didn't stop and neither did the faucet between my legs. When his large hands, with his large hands, he gripped my neck and whispered, let me take care of that wet pussy, baby. Turning to face him, I swung my leg around to straddle him as he tongued me down. She couldn't wait to cheat. (laughs) He caressed my body, licking and sucking every inch of me. He laid me on the couch, and with one swift move, he tossed my leggings on the ground. With one hand, he gripped my neck to a nice choke, (laughs) slid his fingers into my pussy, and I gushed and dripped all over his parents' couch. Okay. When his pants slipped off, I was amazed at the thick and long dick that hung in front of my face. I instantly wrapped my salivating lips around that dick and went to work. I proceeded to gobble that dick like Thanksgiving dinner and hit him with the two-hand twist combo. He's moaning my name and asking me where I learned that from. I just smirked. Next thing I knew, I'm on my back and my pussy is quivering from some schmeat. Child, he slowly slid that big old dick into my tight ass pussy, causing me to gasp. (sighs) With each stroke, I became more submissive until I was begging him to fuck me. Fuck me like his little whore. He flipped me over, grabbed my hair, and delivered back shots that made me gush like a water park. Not a waterfall, a water park. I started to wonder, why didn't I fuck him sooner? That night, I left with my boyfriend. That night, I left his house walking funny, thinking straight, and realizing I should have broken up with my boyfriend sooner. Here we are a year later, and he's still fucking me good at home and at work, stairwell, employee bathroom. We go out for dinner, support each other's endeavors, and no one at work knows I call him daddy off the clock. I hope y'all enjoyed my cocktail and that. I hope it wasn't too long. I love y'all. And bitch, I love you because thank you. I love when people really well, they put it together. Like, I felt like that was a book. 
<laughs> she said, "That nigga said a water daddy park. off the clock." <laughs> Call that uh-uh, nigga daddy. That's right. And she never said she broke up with her boyfriend. She said she should have. So she did, pro- she probably did it. <laughs> if she should have, she did not. Well, get it how you live, girl. You know. You know, I saw a post on Instagram yesterday and it was rating what is the best type of sex that people have rated from one to 10. And one of the things on there was I shouldn't be having this sex sex Uh Mm -hmm. Uh, early morning. I'm not really awake sex. That sex that you shouldn't be having. It'd be the best sex because you're just doing all the things you want to do because you're already doing something you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Make the best, and of it's it. just like you know, I gotta have fun until it's over. Hopefully, it's not <laughs> over, but you know, because our lives are gonna be ruined. You better enjoy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for sending in the emails. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash Cocktails. New bonus episodes every single Monday. All of the um. The discount codes that we have are in the description box, so you can just check that for the codes, the links, and all of that good stuff. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So. And I'm at Coffee Bean Dean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.